0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Our next guest, man, a gopher legend. He, he uh, set and put forth different rules in the NBA with the uh, shot clock and getting a shot off. Won a championship with Michael Jordan. Uh, let's bring back into the uh, to the conversation. Double T, Trent Tucker, he joins us here on the Lake Show. Uh, Double T, how you been?
3: Good, Lake man. How are you?
2: I'm good. D- does that still get thrown in your face, man? In, in terms of the uh, getting off a shot and it being legal or not?
3: Uh yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what year? What year was that again?
3: 1990. Oof. Man. January 5th, January fifteenth, nineteen ninety. Thirty-four years ago, you know, um, thirty-four years ago, two weeks ago, thirty-four years and two weeks.
2: All right. So remind me, who, who, who did you, who did you, who were you, who were you playing that specific night when that happened?
3: Uh, it was a mad day game, Madison Square Garden, MLK Day, against the Chicago Bulls. Oh wow! Are you kidding? And me? and that was the first year they had gone to tenths of seconds on the game clock and the shot clock. Yep. So when So when the ball went out of bounds with one-tenth of a second left, we called our final timeout. And we were going to run a lob pass to Patrick Ewing in front of the rim. And I was supposed to be a decoy to go from one side of the baseline to the other, hoping that I could empty out the backside and bring everybody out with me. And Patrick was going to fake up and go to the front of the rim. But Michael Jordan read the play. So he took so he took the lob play, the lob play away, and so I kind of improvised from there and went along the baseline up the sideline, knowing that Mark Jackson was 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 up against a five second count. So I just ran in front of him. He gave me a little flip pass. I turned and shot the ball as quickly as I could, and I knew the ball was on line when it left my hand. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if, I I just didn't know if I had enough you know, to reach the hoop and on that day the ball reached the ball the ball was able to reach the hoop the crowd went crazy and the New York Knicks won a game that day against the Chicago Bulls
2: That's awesome man I see that story I mean, as 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 me being a single guy I'd be playing it up to this day I'd be I'd be like hey girl you don't know about me you better google me now I'm just joking I'm just joking hey, hey let's talk let's talk some basketball and I want to start with the Wolves and then ask you some some broader NBA questions but the Wolves question is in relation to how you perceive or you think that they are doing currently because they have the best record in the West. They lead the Nuggets by a half a game, a full game ahead of Oklahoma City Thunder after beating the Thunder on the road last night. Look, I know that a lot of people are looking at the Wolves here lately and saying, that, oh man, they've been struggling, they haven't been playing all that well. Look, I think that the Wolves are fine um, are they as hot here the last couple of weeks as they've been the majority of the season? No. They've won seven of their last 10 games. I don't think that the sky is falling. I think that the issue with the Wolves personally is that defensively they haven't been the same team the last couple of weeks. Your thoughts?
3: Well, it's a good basketball team for sure. And they showed you how good they could be last night by going on the road and winning a tough game in a very tough environment. And Defensively, you know, in close ball games, that's where you have to lock down. You're absolutely right about that. But also, making good decisions. And when, and when you're a, a team that now everybody is chasing, and you're in, in a situation where you have to win games to try to win the Western Conference because it, it's so close, and you want to get that home court advantage come playoff time. This is where you're going to have to grow up and understand what it takes to win games. We have to make the right play at the right time. Have to make the right pass at the right time. We can't break down defensively uh, in close ball games against close teams. You know, there's no time to say my bad. Everybody has to be on the same page and understand what's at stake and how important it is for us to make the right play at the right time.
2: I know that Anthony Edwards said that he will pay whatever fine is coming his way, and he anticipates that there's going to be a fine because of his criticism of the officiating last night. Um, what do you make of the way that officials are kind of treating him and maybe the Wolves? Because I, I don't want Anthony Edwards to get into this situation where the refs around the league are like, dude, stop crying. Every every, every game you're crying about a call. And, wh- and one of the things that he does a lot, and I don't really have an issue with it because sometimes you get the call, sometimes he doesn't, uh, is the, hey, he yells, hey, right, when he feels like he's been touched. Sometimes they'll follow through and call a foul. A lot of times they don't. But do you think that – Anthony Edwards, in this moment in time, is trying to draw too much attention to a lack of calls?
3: Well, he just has to play basketball and not worry about the officials. You know, the officials are going to officiate the game the way they officiate the game. And sometimes you're going to get the calls, and sometimes you're not going to get the calls. But the more, the more you stay away from criticizing the official, at some point in time, those calls are going to go your way. The one thing you cannot afford to do is to show them up either on the court or in the media. And those guys, you know, they don't forget, you know, those type of situations when it comes an attack on them. So you want the officials, you know, to be on your side more times than not. But a good officiated game is when the officials go unnoticed. But at, at, at the level that he's playing, you know, there's no need to worry about the officials. They're going to miss some calls. They're going to make some calls. But the most important thing is now is to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do coming down the stretch to help your team get a win.
2: All right, so so take me back in the day. What was your approach with the officials if you felt like, uh, you know, it calls weren't going your way or, or wasn't uh, as even as it as it should? Uh, were you pretty open and vocal about it, or were you more calm about the situation?
3: You had to be calm about the situation. Just go play. Uh, I, I mean, because – you know, every official believes that they're doing the best they can. They want to. They want to make sure they get things right. Uh, they want to even out the game as, as as smoothly as they can. But sometimes they, they miss a call here, or there, and, and sometimes things just don't go your way. But you just have to continue to play. And trust me, if if you develop a good relationship with the officials throughout the season, at some point in time, in a critical moment, that call is going to go your way.
2: Yeah, we're talking to uh, Trent Tucker here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, Wolves right now, best record in the West, 33-14. and 14. I never would have thought that the team will be as successful uh, this season after watching what happened and occurred last season. Uh, I think that Cat's playing at a high level right now. His, his shot is really falling. We know offensively what he can do. I do think that Cat has taken some strides defensively. I've been specifically watching him on the defensive end here the last couple of weeks, and I like the way that he's performing defensively. Your
3: thoughts on that? He's played very well on both ends of the floor, and and to me, I I think he he is the guy that has to stay consistent on both ends of the floor more so than anyone else if the Wolves are to have a chance to win the Western Conference. Offensively, you know, he's a matchup problem most nights nice because of his size and his talent. And now if he can just bring that extra energy on the defensive end, he may not he may not be a great shot blocker, but if he can get up and contest and make the guy that he's guarding uh, put him under the under rest and make it hard for him to get open looks, you know, he's the one guy that I believe along with, you know, how Gobert is playing and Anthony Edwards is taking this game to a whole new level. level. He's the guy that has to stay consistent for this team to have a chance to win the Western Conference. Who's the best team
2: in the league right now?
3: Uh, You know, it's hard to say. Uh, I think for the first, what, we had 40-plus games or so. You know, the Wolves had, to me, the Wolves have been one of the best teams in the league. Everybody talks about Boston as being, you know, the number one favorite. But, you know, the Wolves went into Boston a few weeks ago and easily could have won that basketball game things you and I are talking about right now, not making good decisions coming down the stretch. But the Wolves are a very good team, and there are a number of teams on any given day that can run out four or five wins here or there. And the team that's playing the best defense, I think, coming down in the last month of the season is a team that's going to make a difference. And Right now, everybody is believing that the L.A. Clippers is the team that can get that done.
2: What do you make of the Milwaukee Bucks situation? And I ask that because they made a coaching change Uh, they let go of Coach uh, Adrian Griffin, and then they brought in Doc Rivers. So we all love Doc, and at least I'll speak for myself. I'm a fan of Doc Rivers. have been for forever. But I just don't think that that's enough. I I think that they've got some serious issues there, Um, accountability issues as well, from Giannis, Giannis is trying to act like, well, I didn't see this coming in terms of the coaching change. Nothing's going to happen in Milwaukee that you don't know about, Giannis. So you need to be honest about that. What do you make of the Bucks situation?
3: Well, what the Bucks, uh I believe they're telling us is that this is either you either we win the championship or it's a bad season. Because when you make a coaching change and the guy you let go, he's 30-13, and 13, that's a pretty good record in, 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 in any conference. But by bringing in Doc Rivers, they're saying that he's the guy that's going to get us all the way to the championship with a chance to win. And if we don't get there and win the championship, it's a, it's a bad season for us. I know some of you guys have complained about how the coach was, was doing things when he was here. I'm giving you guys exactly what you're asking for You want somebody now to be more direct, give you a better game plan, put you in a situation where you can be more successful. And if we don't get it done, there's no need to complain anymore. The only thing you can do now is look at yourself in the mirror and say that we didn't step up at the right time of the season to bring home the championship trophy.
2: You know, one of the things that I just hate about the coaching change situation there in Milwaukee is that I just feel like Adrian's a scapegoat. You know, I mean, clearly they, clearly they 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 had a good record. Um, people are talking about defensively that they weren't the same team. Well, look, I think that everybody's being dumb about this. How did anybody think that the Milwaukee Bucks were going to be the same team defensively when you traded away Drew Holiday and you ended up with Damian Lillard? Like, who who thought that the Bucks were going to be the same
3: team? That's ridiculous. People, people who don't who don't watch basketball. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I just. But yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. The Milwaukee Bucks by making that trade became strictly a more of an offensive basketball team. But the one guy who has to take the onus and like you say and, and hold himself accountable is Giannis. Yeah. Because go back to last year against Miami. Well he was hurt toward the end of the season, but in the in the game that they were eliminated, he didn't take the ball to the basket. He decided that he was going to become a three-point shooter. And if if no one can convince Giannis to use his size and his strength to go down low and try to dominate the game from inside the paint, and he's just going to take jump shots after jump shots and handle the basketball and make all the offensive plays, he puts the Milwaukee Bucks in a bad situation offensively. When they won the championship against the Phoenix Suns, when he went out and got 50, Giannis took the ball into the paint. He didn't take outside shots. He made his free throws. He was a dominant player that he needs to be come playoff time if the Milwaukee Bucks are to make a run to win an NBA championship.
2: Yeah. a, a Double T, man, I appreciate the time tonight.
3: Anytime, Lake, man. I, you know, I see you I see at the club some point in time also. Oh, absolutely. We
2: see each other at the club all the time. And when we talk about the club, we're talking about Lifetime Fitness, not the club club. <laughs>
3: right. Not the club club. You, know, you and I can't go to the club at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You
2: know? <laughs> that is true. That is true. All right, I appreciate it, Double T. All right. All right, all right. take care. That's uh, Trent Tucker joining us here on the Lake Show. Not that type of club. I know I know I know see Josh Willis give me that look like hold on the club the strip club are you talking about the club club no we're talking about the Bellinote
3: fi- days are behind you
2: the, the fitness club exactly yeah, yeah. the Bellinote days are behind me You could
0: spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details Hyundai there's joy in every journey